0: Welcome to the W-2 Prison Break Show, a podcast and YouTube series hosted by real estate investor, author, and coach Brian O'Neill. Tune in each week as we interview business owners who have successfully planned and executed their W-2 Prison Break. You'll hear their stories, learn about their challenges, and what ultimately pushed them over the edge and gave them the courage to break free. Most importantly, you'll discover they are not much different than you. Listen in each week as we give you useful insights and action items to start your W-2 Prison Break and get you on the path you were always meant to be on. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the W-2 Prison Break Show. Really appreciate you tuning in every single week. And don't forget, these episodes are all on our YouTube channel as well. So if you prefer to watch versus listening, please head over to our YouTube channel. We also have a ton of great content there that is revolved around the three biggest blocks or fears when it comes to leaving your W2 job, and that's money, mindset, and motivation, or what I like to refer to as your why. Okay, so today I'm gonna be speaking with Chris Prefontaine. Chris is my coach and the man responsible for helping me bust out of my W2 job in just nine months, after trying for over 20 years, I tried for over 20 years to get out of my job. And Chris and his family team in Rhode Island helped me do that. And we're going to talk about real estate today. We're going to talk a lot about mindset and skill set and systems, but really the mindset piece, because a lot of us who are in a job that we don't like especially a high paying job we just have all these blocks like i can't replace this income or i can't do this and i can't i have imposter syndrome you're going to hear a lot about that in the episode but chris has developed the three payday system so you get paid three times on a real estate deal not once that's trademarked he and his family have trademarked the three payday system they have perfected it they're the best in the country at buying real estate with no money down and no banks and again he's just a super awesome coach and he's helped me so much in my life and helped me to create the lifestyle of my dreams i still talk to him on a daily basis multiple times a day he's still helping me that'll never go away i anticipate him being my coach forever and you're going to hear all about his story so without further ado let's dive right into the episode chris welcome to the show
1: Thanks, buddy. I'm looking forward to chatting and hopefully we can accidentally drop some nuggets.
0: Accidentally. Yeah, we're definitely going to do that. So as I had mentioned to everyone in the intro, this is the guy who helped me quit my job that I have been trying to quit for over 20 years. I had the same job for 18 years and I found Chris through a podcast started consuming his content and I hired him as my coach and my life has never been, life has ever been the same. I actually dropped an episode, episode 12 of the W2 Prison Break show, the best advice I've ever received. I'd encourage you to take a look at that one because it was the advice that he gave me when I was thinking about quitting my job and that pushed me over the edge. So without further ado, Chris, if you could maybe tell us about what it is that you do in your specific niche, because it's really, really awesome and it has changed my life. And I think it's something that everybody needs to learn how to do, especially with the market conditions right now in real estate.
1: Yeah. And because we know each other well enough, you can peel back the onion further. I'll just, I'll try to be as brief as I can because after 31 years, I could put everybody to sleep. But what I'll do is I'll fast forward to post 08 crash and say that. In order to get off the treadmill, because as an entrepreneur, I felt like every January I would restart the clock again. It was cool. It was good money, but it was all about hustle, not about creating some serious wealth and cash flow without me being finger on the pulse. So with that as a backdrop, we, we being a family business and a great team now, buy and sell real estate in the New England area, but we buy it without using banks, without using gobs of cash and without ever signing personally on a loan ever. And so I'm saying that as a backdrop, Brian, as you know, because we're in the trenches every day. It's scary. I don't care what advice, breaking out of your job, real estate, opening a restaurant. If someone's not advising you that's in the trenches, you're going to get yourself in trouble. So it's important to know we're in there. And then we go and we teach that to people like you all around the country. And that is buying property by lease purchase or owner financing or what most don't know the slang. So subject to existing financing, meaning I buy a home and the loan stays in the seller's name. And that's probably a mind boggler for people, but those are three ways we buy. I'll cap this off and you can peel back any piece of this, but I'll cap it off with the trademark three payday system we have. It's treated you very well. I used your story just yesterday, the other day before on another show because you created like, I don't know what it's approaching now, over a million dollars and three paydays in your tenure here. So the three paydays allow you to get off the treadmill because it's about money now. Yeah. But it's also about cash flow and long-term money. So that's exactly what you want me to nail, but let's peel back if you want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so much more beyond that, which we'll go into, but mm-hmm. you said in the beginning buying properties with no money down and no banks. I mean, the first time I heard that, and I would think that the first time a lot of people have heard that, like this guy's out of his mind. You can't do that, right? Yeah. And I'm sure you get that quite a bit, and I can just I can tell you it's absolutely the truth. I bought several I bought all the houses I bought have been with a total of $20 and two people cash the check. So, and I've never used a bank. It's absolutely the truth, but I think that there's a lot of naysayers out there and you really have to dive in and take the material. Now, before I talk to you, I think our first strategy call that we had was end of 2020. I already knew about seller financing. So I said, okay, this is what I need to be doing. But for those who have no clue what seller financing is, because I talked to a lot of people this day who still have no idea, and, and to the point where they think it's illegal or a scam, what do you say to that?
1: Seller financing. Okay. I got a couple comments and one as recent as yesterday, because I try to answer as many questions as I can with real stories, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just hyperbole. So one, uh, I was reading Anderson Cooper's book about his family, the Vanderbilts, who have, you know, way back, have a mansion here in Newport. And the book talked about seller financing in New York City, buying properties before banking existed in the 1600s. So I really get a kick out when a seller says to me, oh, I'd never heard of that. Like, you living in a cave, then like (laughs) seller financing is not a new thing. So seller financing, and just in case someone's new, Brian, seller financing is how I bought my building I'm sitting in. You've been here physically. You know what our building looks like. So there are sellers that would love to do owner financing for. Well, let me define it and then say why owner financing is simply I'm paying the gentleman I bought this building from instead of paying a bank. I didn't bring new money to the table by way of a bank. He's my bank. He has a first mortgage on the building. He sadly has since passed away, but his wife gets the checks every month, just as a bank would. Why did he do it? Because people go, How do you convince them? Because first they're shocked, like you said. Then they go, Well, how do you convince? Them? You don't convince anyone. You solve problems as you do so well. And this gentleman said, Look, for trust in estate and planning, cash flow and tax reasons, I do not want to get cashed out. I want to do owner finance. So that's a little thing on owner financing. Let me say this too, Brian. I said something about yesterday. I spoke to a gentleman yesterday mm-hmm. who was only four and a half years in the United States. He asked for a strategy call with me. And he said, hey, if I have to go back to India after my visa is done, he goes, who knows what's going to happen, right? If I have to ever go back, would this be a skill set that I can use? I said, his name is Richie." I said, "Richie, you can use this skill set to buy cars, planes, boats, anything you want. When you learn how to structure owner financing deals, just to use that niche to your question. Anyway, so I said, yeah, for life, you'll know this. Go at it. Go live wherever you want. It's a skill set.
0: That's a good point because I speak all the time, even to just people in passing. I said, this is a skill learning how to buy properties with no money down, no banks on terms, lease purchase owner financing subject to is someone that everyone Mm -hmm. should have an understanding of just for the simple purpose. And I learned this from you. If you never buy a property, imagine if you could buy your next house, with no money down. And no banks. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's huge. Like what could you do with the 10 or 20% down payment that you were going to put into your house? What could you do with that? If you were able to buy it from a seller on owner financing and by the way, one third, or it's probably approaching 40% now, I think you might've mentioned of homes in America are owned free and clear with no debt. So that's a lot of opportunity.
1: Yeah. If you just hung out in that pool of 33 to 40%, I'm not instructing anyone to, because we have a variety of ways to get leads. But if you yeah. did, and you did a deal every other month, the metrics, and if I can share them if you want, but the metrics on the owner financing deals are very predictable. And you can eke out six figures every single time, as long as you hit a couple of simple metrics. In most markets, you can do it. Six figures. So I'm not saying you're going to find three a month, but can you do one every other month? You sure can.
0: I think it's important to share the metrics because again the believability of it is hard for some people to understand
1: okay so this is simple when you find a home in your area and we show how but when you find a home that you're going to buy somewhere around 200 grand or higher that's most markets you're going to hit that and you can structure at least a 48 month term most times you can do that and your monthly payment of principal only no interest is around 900 or higher let's say a thousand or higher to be safe you have a six-figure deal with our three payday system over four years six figures so i remember brian i got two quick stories i remember when i first started i mean i've been in the business 31 years but when i first started around 13 years ago doing just this niche of deals i remember getting to about the stage you're at right now actually i I told the story yesterday and i said to kim i had it on a spreadsheet i said oh this is cool my three paydays just went over a million that gave me an aha moment to go oh this is pretty cool because now i could stop working literally For five months, six months, three months, and go take a trip, come back. That didn't change. Now I can put more deals together. So it's really cool to have that flexibility. And then you said your own home. I don't even know if you know this. So Steve Murnick, a fellow associate and also a partner of ours now, Mm -hmm. found a deal for our team here in New England. And then for personal reasons, had to make a move. And he bought the home from our company, rent home. He moved in. He's rehabbing it right now. So he found his own home on terms, structured his own terms, and then said to us, you know what? I'm going to take that one. Don't take it off the market. I'll buy it. And he did it rent-owned. We gave him like a five-year term because right? he structured it. He structured his own house deal. Yeah.
0: Amazing. And your partner did the yeah. same thing as well and did quite well for himself.
1: Oh, you mean Zach and Zach, Kayla? yeah. Yeah. My daughter and son-in-law did their very first home overlooking the water on a lease purchase. Steve's happens to be an owner of financing, but on a lease purchase in over six figures in less than three years because instead of staying and cashing out the seller, they just sold it.
0: Yeah, amazing. I don't know if he had to do that because he was self employed. You know, I mean he just seen a little bit of time. That's a very common buyer of ours, is self employed. They just seen a little bit of seasoning with the banks. Yep. So he was able to do that while he was getting seasoned and then was able to cash out.
1: Yep, absolutely. And because your show talks to all these people, there's Michael Dell's newest book used a percentage, and you can get different percentages if you Google this, but I think you said like a 200,000% increase, whatever the number it was, it was big, of W2 employees leaving to be an entrepreneur. And as such, they need seasoning. What a great bunch of people to work with, forget to teach real estate to, but to show them how to get into a home and not have to wait for the two years of seasoning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Love it. So you mentioned earlier when you were talking about a strategy call and that's how we met. It's a discovery call. I spoke to you on the phone for 15 minutes and there was so much content jam-packed into that 15 minutes because you talked so quickly. But I remember I had done that after I had consumed everything. Like I found you on this podcast. I said, okay, this is exactly what I was looking for because I was trying to do real estate deals and the fear of investing my own money, which I had. And then the other fear that was probably even worse was asking other people to invest alongside me. I was trying to buy apartment buildings. And then I hear you talking on a podcast, how you bought your building that you're in right now on owner finance. And I said, this is the answer. This is what I need to do. So I went and I went to your YouTube channel. I consumed all your content. I got a couple of your books and I talked to you on the phone. I, I never forget this. And you said, Hey, grab our course. And, but wait, because we're going to discount it for Thanksgiving. It was a couple hundred dollars. You know, it wasn't tremendous but I always appreciated that and I took the course and then you know I said this is the path out of my job that I had been trying to get out of for so long I was blocked mentally with you know these fears around money cuz I have a high paying job you know I was making over a couple hundred thousand dollars a year and I know a lot of the people that you talk to are in that same boat mm. and have maybe created this lifestyle that they just feel they can't get out of so I mean, I know the answer, but I want you to explain it. How do you bridge that gap with people who are super busy? Like I had a high travel job and getting into this real estate business and ultimately whether they're able to exit and do this full time.
1: Yeah. Okay. So as a little bit of a backdrop, everyone's different, right? So this kid yesterday that I was talking, to, for example, said, can you tell me I can do a deal? I said, no, I don't even know you. I don't know your baggage. I don't know your past. I don't know your mental, st- like I don't know you yet. But what I can tell you is this, and this is probably answer your question. So what I can tell you is if you spend some time with me, if you decide to lock arms with us, it's your choice. But if you do, I'll spend some time with you, Brian, like you and I did. And I'll say, okay, what's the kind of, what's your palate for leaving a job? How much money do you need in a bank? Some people are risk averse, some aren't. What are we looking like? Like, what do you need to see? Then can we match your time that you have available to get that accomplished? Meaning if someone says to me facetiously, hey, Chris, I want to leave my job in 12 months. I make you know 180 grand a year. I got two hours a week. Okay, something's got to change because your expectations aren't in line with what you can give it. So we make sure those align and we usually do that pretty easily. And then we put the accountability in place to make sure that for the next year or two, whatever it is for the plan, we get you there. And to take it off of your shoulders for a minute, Mike from California,
0: Hmm. Mike
1: said to me in February of 17, when I flew out to him, we fly out to some of our students. He said, Hey, 24 months, Chris, and here's what it looks like. Here's how I want to get out of my job. Working, you know, commuting an hour each way, 12 hours a day, not seeing his newborn, like crazy. And we nailed it in 26 months. That's pretty cool, like two months off in a 24 month plan. So, all that to say, it's a predictable once we can spend some time with it. Does that make sense? Or did you want to go deeper on that?
0: No, completely. And Mike's story is tremendous. Again, like me, a high income earner sales mm-hmm. job. And then he had similar fears that I had. I mean, my biggest fear was replacing my income, right? Yeah. Like, how am I going to do this? And then I started, then all the other stuff creeped in. What about my health benefits? What about my 401k? You know, that's all going to go away. And I was always looking at replacing one income with one income. I mean, you mentioned three paydays. So that's getting paid three times. It's not just once. I mean, it's one real estate deal getting paid three times. I only got paid once when I got my W 2 checks. And through being in part of your community, having you as my coach, I've learned other ways to make money. So it's not just real estate. You get introduced to people who are above you, who know more than you, who can push you. And that to me has really been like, I love that I've learned this great skill, how to buy properties with no money down, but it's the network of individuals that I've been exposed to guys like Peter Taunton who are, you know, worth 50 times me and then they sold his company two times or $40 million each time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have not had that opportunity if I didn't take the investment and make the investment in myself and show up every single day.
1: Well, you just opened a few cool things. One is we had dinner last night with one of, again, your counterparts, Russ, one mm-hmm. of the coaches and one of the high six associates. And he said, I can't wait for the live event that's coming up because I'm going to meet Peter in person. I said, Oh, yeah, you had a chance to talk to him like Brian did. He goes, Yeah, I, you hooked me up with him. So I think it's important that your audience knows we're talking about real estate to your point. But if they're going to make a break from the W 2, there's a lot of other stuff because we all have what I said earlier the mental state we're in, the baggage for me, you know, four years to get out of my head after the crash. Like there's things that we all carry. So we're looking constantly. Brian, just yesterday I had another interview. I mean, shared this one with you. And it was a gentleman, like, I was on his show and I got done. I said, Wait a minute. So you do mindset coaching, we are off air. And he said, yeah, here's my four-week program. It's called ROI, Return on Intention. And I said, okay, great, the community needs to meet you. And the reason they do is, so the audience knows, I know you know, that all these things are important pieces to the puzzle, not just knowing how to do a deal. You can do a Did go to our YouTube channel, watch 150 deals and go, okay, I know how to do a deal. But then when life happens, This is when you need all these other pieces of the pie, sort of our genius model, Brian, if you will, the three pillars, the systems, the skill sets, skill sets, the deal. And then the mindset, those are super important, equally important, if not more important on the mindset.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, I talk about it all the time, just the real estate skill is super, but it's everything else. I've spoken to you countless times about, because real estate is hard. It doesn't matter if you're wholesaling, if you're flipping, if you're rehabbing, whatever it is that you're doing. You're gonna have challenges, right? If you don't know how to face those challenges and you don't have the support, that's been huge for me. Like, hey, Chris, what do I do? I got this. I've never encountered this before, and you've always had the answer because you've been through it because you've been in real estate for 31 years. So that support has been tremendous. And on those days where I've thought about cashing it in because I have, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's just too hard. I have a conversation with you, and then it's business as usual, right? Well, I think that. A lot of the folks that we work with inside the community have those feelings outside of the community, their W2 job. And even when they come in, so that's, you mentioned the mindset piece, that's the most important thing. And that's really what's helped me over the last several years really stay with it and be consistent and show up every day.
1: Well, I think it might be important that we're talking about this and we're talking about how hard it is. We're talking, these are important pieces, but how about what's on the other end? So Hmm. let's put some context to this. As you're listening, and we're saying to you bluntly, unlike most mentors and marketers, we're saying, hey, this is hard. Okay, it's hard because the return is so freaking huge, if you're willing to put in the time. So when Brian and I talk about three paydays, our average as a family company here in New England, because we're kind of on the low end, is close to Brian's market, which is about 75 to 78 grand per deal, mm-hmm. per deal, all three paydays. How many of those do you need to parlay together, factoring in a little fallout factor is still very big. And- around the community, it goes from a low of 45,000 to a high of 250,000 in markets like California and DC and Miami, like, so will you do that your first month, you might lock out because it would be luck, but can you do that over the course of Brian How you've been at it, you've done over a dozen or whatever, 10 and you've been at it, I don't know how many months. So you're living proof.
0: Yeah, I was able to, again, my goal was similar to Mike's. I think I wanted to leave in 18 months. That was my goal. I did it in nine months. And that was challenging. We'll get to that conversation in a minute. But it was 17 months to get to the first 10. And I, you know, while I wanted to do that, I, I certainly wasn't expecting it. You know, and I was able to get close to that million dollars in three paydays and control over $4 million worth of real estate again for $20. I mean, I would have never thought that in my wildest dreams.
1: Keyword control for 20 bucks. Yeah. I love hearing it. I tell you a story, but that's just so cool because for those of you that may not have gone through the 08 crash, because mm-hmm. if you're either younger or newer to real estate, let me tell you that going to sleep at night, put my hand on the pillow with around 50 or $60 million worth of properties, Brian already approaching the 10 million mark here, it sounds like halfway there and not being on any loans, kind of a different environment you can focus on what you're supposed to focus on and be productive and have an awesome lifestyle.
0: Yeah, with what's coming up with inflation and rates and all this recession talk and you know, I'm seeing it now. I mean, the hot market is over in my opinion and houses are sitting on the market longer. People are having difficulty, you know, the forbearance is going to rear its ugly head at some point and this is a huge opportunity. I want you to expand on this for people to get into real estate who again are, had those same fears as me. Like you know, I'm afraid to lose money. I'm afraid to ask people for money. And I really don't know how to, there's a lot of challenging components in my opinion, when you're doing other types of real estate investing, cause you have to have these massive teams and marketing budgets. Whereas when you're doing terms, I remember I was spending a couple $300 a month maybe 400 yep. with my VA. Yep. I was able to get deals.
1: Okay. so. Yes, most niches. And Brian and I are not poo-pooing on the niches. My podcast has a a lot of friends who do a lot of other niches. So it's just a comparison, of differentiator. We're not poo-pooing on them. The wholesales model typically is they're going to spend 10 or 15, 20 grand a month in in mailings. I can tell you when I came out of the crash, I couldn't do that. And you came in, you left your job, you couldn't do that. So yeah, our model is geared to how I started it with no money, no credit, nothing which is nice for, I don't care if you make seven figures now and you have seven figures in a bank, if you're coming over here, is it better to have low overhead? Yep. So I think that's super important that you made that comparison. A lot of people who joined us, Steve comes to mind, who we already mentioned, and Mike. Mike was looking, who we already mentioned, Mike was looking for a franchise, I remember. And mm-hmm. he said to me, I don't know, if Brian, you must've heard this story. He said to me on our first strategy call, I never met him. He said, I got one question for you. I said, okay, what? I'm thinking I've heard every question. He said, how come your program's so cheap? Relative to the return, I'm looking at franchises and I just don't understand. So I said, well, thank you. We'll raise the price for you. But the fact is, it's relative to the return, is extremely inexpensive to run into stock.
0: I couldn't possibly agree more. It's more than 10x for me, but that's just dollars, right? The people I've been introduced to, the mindset work that's happened to me, the fact that I was able to leave my job way sooner. And I keep saying we're going to get back to that. We are. But just the lifestyle that I've created, getting to see my son... Every single day I was missing him for most of his life because I was on airplanes all the time. I mean, You cannot put a price tag on that. Mm-hmm. You simply just can't. So we're so quick to spend 40000 $50,000 on these ridiculous cars and these big trucks, but we won't spend a penny on ourselves. And that was me. That was me for the longest time. And it wasn't until I decided to invest in myself when my life started to change. So you gotta get the right coach. I mean, you have to make sure that you do your research. And I did that, you and I had several conversations, but you know, I think that it's largely ignored coaching, you know, and mentoring. You and I talk about this all the time. I got to the point after college where it's like, okay, I'm good, I don't need any help anymore. I'm just gonna do my own thing. And, I, and as a result, I stayed there for 25 years in corporate and didn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I think, I'll get your opinion on this, but I think we can all get caught in the, sort of the, what I call the tyranny of how, I don't call it, it wasn't my phrase, but what I refer to, and that is they hear us talk, and they go, yeah, but I don't kind of know how that would work, or I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if my, mar-. there's not a market you're in, I don't care who you are listening, there's not a market you're in that you can't operate in the way we do it, it would just be a matter of us tweaking what pond you fish in, so to speak, to find the right properties for your goals in your area, so don't get caught in the tyranny of how, it's the biggest blocker for people. Worrying about how you're going to get there, we'll get you there. Just if it's something you can get behind and you like helping people, because that's part of our niche, then we could get after it. Yeah, absolutely. Other
0: than the tyranny of how, which I love hearing about that, what are some of the other blocks, maybe, or fears that you encounter when you're talking to folks who are, you know, they again, like me, they want to leave their job, but they don't, you know, they're kind of fearful of doing this. Like they love the idea of it, but they just can't seem to get over the edge
1: couple things come to mind. One is, because I remember it was me when I was way back in the early Mm -hmm. nineties, imposter syndrome sort of like, yeah, that sounds great for you guys, but I I don't think I can do it. They have 8 million reasons why. The imposter syndrome kills all of us if we let it. So that's number one. Number two is false expectations. There's a lot of good marketers in every business, but in real estate niche, who are out there screaming that tomorrow, come to my seminar and the next day you'll be you know, next week you'll be wealthy. So then they get into that program and then they get frustrated and they think it's them. It's like I blame me for the crash when the crash happened. And a mentor said to me, finally, Chris, you didn't take the market down. It's a national problem. So get out of your head. Well, it's the same thing with these people that market to you and tell you you're going to get rich tomorrow. Brian and I are screaming that you're not. It's going to be a tough row, but your lifestyle will never be the same. So I just, it baffles my brain why, in hindsight, why people can stay in a job that they don't like because it's a little security and it's not a lot. It's a little security in your brain. It might say a lot when just on the other side of the fence, if you just give it a few years, you literally create the lifestyle of your dreams. As you know, our purpose is that it's to help individuals and families create the lifestyle of the dream, which you're doing. That's a journey. That's not like a, okay, got it done. That's a constant journey.
0: Right. Okay. So we're going to go back to episode 12 of the W2 Prison Break Show. It's titled, The Best Advice I've Ever Received, and it came from you. And you may not remember the conversation because you work with a ton of students, but it was one of the most impactful conversations I've ever had in my life. And it was right around where, it was in 2020, and my business really started to take off. I started getting a bunch of houses under contract. Again, I was right there when COVID, when COVID hit, people panicked, people froze, and you stood up in front of the community and said, don't freeze. Double down. And that's exactly what I did. People who froze, they went out of business, and still froze. those who didn't,
1: <laughs>
0: those who didn't made a name for themselves. And I was really thinking about leaving my job. My again, my high paying job, my great job. I have all these benefits. I have 401k. I have several hundred thousand dollars in a 401k, and I was scared out of my mind. And I called you and I said, Hey, Chris, you know, and I said all these things to you on the phone. And I mean, it was almost, like, you do this a lot, without hesitation, you said, Brian, the job is the risk. The W-2 is the risk. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks, like a slap in the face. I never thought of it that way before. And then I started to really peel back the onion. Think about it, You know, during the 08 crash, I survived three rounds of layoffs. Every time I was like this, I told my wife, I said, this is it, I'm done. I'm gonna yeah, get caught. Therein
1: lies the risk, 100%. Yeah.
0: And I have survived, but at the same time, it could have been, you know, for no reason whatsoever, you can get cut and you're expendable. And that's really what pushed me over the edge. But then the support, again, I don't think I would have done that if I didn't have that conversation. So forever grateful for that. But again, that is the power and the gift behind coaching and having support and a mentor. And I remember when I announced that i had left my job and we were on our mastermind that we have every thursday as part of the community no one was in there like why are you out of your mind like everyone was cheering and holler and cheering i mean that's really what this community is all about is everyone is supporting each other and lifting each other up which is what you need if you want to leave your job you have to get around people who want to do the same thing or who have already done it
1: yeah actually your tribe right now listening frankly has it better than you had even though covid was a nice way to accumulate some properties because the market's changing now much more long-term. The COVID was like a snapshot, and then it got tough because the market got hot, and that was the opposite of what everybody thinks. That was harder for us, not easier. It's gonna get easier now. So you know I've been screaming about this, Brian, But and I'll give an example of second of their mindset, but the fact is, if those of you who decide to do this, if you're willing to work for anywhere between nine and 24 months, because they don't know you yet. Brian, it was nine for you, but nine to 24 months, you can possibly, parlay a decade of income with the three payday system. You can't. Now, you're going to get the itch after that. I promise you, I want to do more, but you could get off the treadmill and go, okay, I'm going to chill out now and figure out what I want to do with my life. So then you think, okay, but can I do it? The imposter syndrome. Let me say it this way. And I'm sure I've said this at events with you. If I said to you, hey, if you can today find a $100 bill, go find it, get resourceful. You come back here. I'll pay you 200. I'll double your money you'd go do it because you go, oh, he just told me to do that. It's a, a said certain. I can go do that. If you knew if A, then B was the same in this real estate business, you would do it. The only thing stopping is you doubt that you can do it. Every single one of you would do it. No question. I don't know if you agree with that, but I mean, that's oh, I, like I a mean, yeah, 100%
0: agree. 100% agree. You mentioned imposter syndrome earlier. I had it. I think a lot of people have it. I was, I think once I, it wasn't the fear of being able to do it. That was what I told myself. That was the story. But the reality was, is that I was fearful of the success. Mm. Okay. Maybe a tip or two on how to address or deal with imposter syndrome. Cause I think we all face it.
1: I think almost any question you could ask me about either the imposter syndrome or the fear of success or why me, or I don't know if I can do it. All of that is get around people who have done what you want to do. Because we can go for the confirmation bias, which is, oh, I'll just go talk to so-and-so because I know they're going to confirm that I think it's hard or they're going to confirm that I shouldn't do it. Or they're going to confirm that my market, on and on, confirmation bias, it kills people. It kills people in the stock market, it kills people in real estate, it kills people in any business. So get around the opposite. Get around people that want to see you succeed because they've already done it. This is so important. So people in our community say, I want to leave my job. Well, you got to talk to Brian and Mike and Steve and Russ, they've all left their job. They're all going to be at the event coming up. We're gonna, that's all we're going to talk about is breaking out of your job. So, Or you can go talk to someone who's afraid to leave the job and they'll confirm you should stay at your job. It's very simple. So get around different people.
0: 100%, I can confirm that. I was able to speak with Mike. I spoke with Steve. I spoke with you. I spoke with people who had done it before and just wanted to... It was really more of like having that reassurance that this is the right decision. And people in the community ask me all the time. You know, I had to talk, Russ left his teaching job after whatever, 30 something years, yeah. he called me up and he wasn't sure. And I helped him. So that's the, now on the flip side of that, when I started talking to some of the people that I had grown up with and known all my life and I told them what I was doing, they said, Hey, that sounds kind of risky. <laughs> And, you know, I said, you just validated my decision because I had already had this community and this support. All right. So we're talking about terms, Chris, we're we're talking about buying houses and creating these three paydays. And by the way, I've created six figure deals on properties. Okay. I bought them on lease purchase, which is one of the methods that you teach. Where do we go to learn more? What's the best next step if you want to learn more about this?
1: Well, I'm big on free, right? You know this. So yep. you and I mentioned YouTube several times. Then so can go to our YouTube channel, just put in Smart Real Estate Coach. We're going to, as I told you before we started, give your tribe a link specific for you that will get them the best-selling hardcover, copy books. They don't have to go to Amazon, and we're going to throw in some other goodies in there. Our cost, I love, that's facetious, I hate, when I go to get a free book and it says, oh yeah, at the very end, put your credit card in for $10 in shipping. I just get out out of principle. It's not the $10 you told me it was free. So ours are free. We will spend $20 plus to get them to you, shipping included, and everything is in a box. All you got to do is go to wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash W2 prison break. Wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash W2 prison break. And Brian, I don't know. I mean, they're going to need you on their back because, to our point earlier, you've got information for them too to kind of bridge the gap as far as the other side of. Trying to make this break so i think it's important for not just smart risk coach but for your information that you can help them with and then for goodness sakes come to the event and meet you and other people that's coming up in september i don't know when they'll hear this but
0: yeah september what are the dates again Uh, 14 15 16. yeah and i'm really look i had the opportunity to go last year it was you know hybrid because we were still kind of we were still dealing with covid but it's such a different vibe when you know we're all stuck in the zoom world mentality and it's just so much different to meet people mm. in person and you know have these sidebar conversations i mean it was tremendous and i'm really looking forward to coming here That's about a month
1: yeah so here i'll do something that'll just the team will love if anyone in your <laughs> tribe hears us talking about the event and they want to go for free we'll give five tickets away how's that all they gotta do is email you or hit you or you tell them how to get you but get us the first five people we'll give them free tickets i want to see who's serious about coming and doing what we just said meeting people and rubbing elbows with the right people to get you out of where you are now
0: i love it five tickets are free i mean this is invaluable folks so i'll leave my email in the show notes it's brian at w2prisonbreak.com if you can't don't have time to type it just look at the show notes and we'll five tickets are free thank you very much chris i really appreciate that and yeah, we'll have this out prior to QLS. I think it's important for everyone to have the opportunity to, to come. And it's in Newport, which is like one of the most beautiful places you can go to.
1: All the tourists are gone. One of the biggest boat shows in the country are here that week. So it's a good time to be here.
0: Nice weather in, in the fall. And I mean, you can't beat it. So you definitely got to check that out. Chris, uh, this is, you know, I know we'll talk probably 17 more times today, but, <laughs> but do, you have any, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners today before we wrap up?
1: Yeah. I don't care if it's real estate, if it's you're in a W-2 and you want to go open a restaurant, it doesn't matter. Three steps. One, pick that, please. get like Now, find out what you're passionate about and figure out what niche or business or industry you want to be. in. two, we already said it, find someone in that business that has the experience that can help you navigate, meaning they've been through different economic cycles, they've been where you want to be, and, and they're still active. And C., or three for the three steps is, put your blinders on for 36 months. Just do that and trust the system, don't get caught in the tyranny of how.
0: Awesome, I love it, that's great advice. And your team, you're still buying properties in your area. And so, you know, this is, it's ongoing because things are constantly changing in the marketplace and you're up to date on, you're up to the minute. You bet. Awesome. Chris, appreciate you being on. I'll see you later on today, but you've definitely dropped the nuggets. Thanks buddy. You got it. Everyone have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the W2 Prison Break show. Don't forget, you can watch all full episodes on our YouTube channel. Definitely check that out and please subscribe. Go to www.w2prisonbreak.com to learn more. If you like this show, please leave us a rating and review so we can continue to support you and the thousands of others planning their W2 Prison Break. Here's to busting you out.